0: Welcome. So glad you're listening today. It is May. We are in the month of May. I can't believe it. May 9th. And I'm so glad you joined me. It's been quite a morning today. I have been creating a garden out in my backyard with my son Judah. And we set a perimeter. So I'm hoping... We have a service that comes in and they mow our grass and I'm hoping that they won't knock anything down. So I set a perimeter around the beans, green beans, tomatoes. I planted some sunflowers just directly into the soil. I've been potting my plants this time and putting them into a plastic container and letting them grow and then... I waited for about two weeks, and they've sprouted. They're ready to go into the ground, and I put the pots directly. They're those kind of pots that you put directly into the soil, and they're supposed to disintegrate, and the roots grow through them. So I'm hoping they work. Uh, we'll see. I had a suggestion I need to put some mulch down to help and to enrich the soil around the plant. So we have watermelons and three watermelons, a few bell peppers and a lot of tomato plants that have come through. And the beans really took off. I'm really surprised they're about, oh, I'd say about six inches. So I put them into the ground. I'm hoping that they will continue to grow. It's a little late in the season. But as I was working today, I was just thinking, wow, this is really hard work because I'm getting the dirt. I'm leveling the ground, taking some of the dead grass or grass that has kind of grown through and just getting it level to put the plants in. And it's probably about, I don't know, maybe two two yards. Uh, I don't know, somewhere around there. It's it's decent size. And it took a little bit to get all that dirt and the shovel and big shovel and getting it all out. And I was just thinking, you know, this is hard work. And I thought about back in the Bible days, how they were growing plants. And the Lord used, Jesus used a lot of analogies with farming and there's so many analogies when we think about farming um and all the hard work that it took to get plants to get food to make it uh it was very important because if they didn't grow at a certain time or if they didn't sow at a certain time they would starve and I'm just thinking wow we are so blessed here in America and other countries in the world have have great farming systems as well. But here in America, we are so blessed that we have wonderful farming companies, big farming companies that grow our food that we get in the grocery store. And it just made me appreciate so much more the farmers of America. They are so important and crucial to our living and sustaining life. Today, we're in Matthew 7. And I wanted to talk a little bit about asking God for things. And uh, sometimes I know I have felt this before where I'm like, "Well, you know, it's such a little thing to ask God for. There's so many more important things that other people are going through. I shouldn't ask the Lord for this. This is so petty. He doesn't care. Well, I'd like to say that he does care. He cares about the smallest thing in our life. If it's important to us, I believe that God finds it important. Now, there are some things that maybe that aren't as important to God. Um, and that goes along with the verse, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. But I think God wants us to ask him. And if it's in his will, then he will provide it for us. He will give it to us. He's our father and he loves us. He loves us as our sons, as, son, as his sons and daughters, So let's read together Matthew 7, 7. Matthew 7, 7. I love the number 7. (laughs) Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And then I'm going to continue reading on. So... Jesus says, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you, then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Exclamation. So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. I was saying that to Isaac, my other son, last night. I was telling him about a friend in class, how he had a little situation. I said, honey, I said, it says in God's word that we do to others as we would have them do to you. You do to others as you would have them do to you. So how you want to be treated, that's how you treat others. But I don't want to get off the topic. So go back to 7 7 Ask and it will be given to you. So if there's something in your life that that you are asking God for, ask him. And then it says, seek. Seek and you will find. If you're seeking a question, particularly about a Bible passage, or if you're seeking a question about, well, why does it say this in the word of God? Or why did Jesus do this? Or is this contradictory in the scripture because it says this and then it says this? maybe you should seek it out. And by, mean, by meaning seeking it out, I mean um, studying it, maybe going on a search engine and looking up particular scripture verses and see what other commentators say. There's a lot of great commentators out there. Um, if I'm saying that correctly, commentators? <laughs> um, there's a lot of great... Uh, authors out there that have, that studied the Bible, great scholars, and it's very interesting to work out those different scripture verses, and what does the Hebrew mean, what did this word mean, and how translations kind of go through the years, sometimes it really meant this. Um, It kind of makes me think of Psalm 23, where it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, some people might translate that as, well, you don't want the Lord as your shepherd. Well, actually, it means the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. I don't, I don't need anything because the Lord is my shepherd. So there's just different things that it's just a simple um, word or a simple article in the English language that really wouldn't be there. It would be different in the Hebrew translation the closest to Hebrew for the translations of the Bible is actually the ESV. The ESV is the closest to the Hebrew translation. So I really do like the ESV. Um, I'm reading out of the NIV right now. I like my NIV has a study at the bottom, which I really like. It gives, it commentates on what was said, and maybe this is what was going on during the time. I'd love to know the context of the whole situation. So if that helps. Um, And then I wanted to talk a little bit about speaking into people's lives and being encouraging to one another. When I was at the women's retreat, I had, um, there were younger girls there, there were older women there, there were middle-aged women there, younger women just a whole multi-generational group, which was wonderful. And I think that's how the church should be because we're speaking to each other's lives. But there was a point where I was able to encourage another young woman in her walk and to say, you're going to make it, you're going to find this answer. And we just had a really nice moment there. And it it was so cool because I remember when I was her age, how women my age spoke into my life. So the Lord gave me that opportunity to speak into this young woman's life and it was it was wonderful. And then, I kid you not, just a minute later after we had finished that discussion or conversation, a lady that was older than me came up to me and spoke into my life and encouraged me. And I thought, "Wow, this is really Cool to see this happening. And the Lord quickened my spirit and said, This is how it's supposed to be. This is how my church is set up, how we're supposed to speak wisdom into the younger generation, the women of God, women of God speak into the younger generation, and the older women speak into the younger Mommy. generation. Money. So Mommy. my son just came in. Judah, Mommy. would you like to say hi to the podcast audience? What did you do this morning? Did we plant? Did we plant plants? We we planted tomatoes. What's that one fruit that we planted that you're excited about seeing? Watermelon? Watermelon, yeah. We're excited to see it. It's a little late this season, but we'll see if we'll get any fruit from it. But anyway, I just wanted to talk about that today and I hope that it encourages you. If and I I encourage you to go out maybe today or tomorrow or sometime this week and encourage somebody that's younger than you because they're looking up to you. As godly women, they are looking for answers and they're looking for wisdom and knowledge through this Christian walk that we're in. It is not easy. It's it's a hard road, but God promises to be with us. Amen. So I encourage you to do that. Let's go to Lord in prayer Dear God, thank you for this day. We love you so much and the women that are listening out here, maybe some men out there as well, I pray that you will help them, Father, in their walk with the Lord, give them encouragement today, give them a revelation with you, Father, help them to grow in faith, help them to seek and knock, and help them to ask, Lord, for things that they need in their lives and show them your power through working out those problems, those situations, because God, you are more than able to do exceedingly and abundantly, more than we can ask. And I am believing that for this audience today, in Jesus' name. God be with you, and I hope you have just a great week, and I hope to hop on here on Friday. Bye-bye. If you'd like to follow me, look me up on Instagram, Heart Towards God Podcast. It's very simple Heart Towards God Podcast on Instagram.